At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Should I lay low? Ba, 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 and I'm wondering, still I'm wondering why. You know, before we rush into this, why don't we have a drink? Why don't we drink our coffee? Wouldn't that be nice? There's really not that much left. I'm going to turn the mic down so you don't hear me drink the coffee because I I hate that. I hate listening to anything where people are eating or making mouth noises. So, hang on. Okay, that was good. I need one more. I, you know, it's because I care about you. I don't want you to hear my wet, sloppy mouth. I listened to a podcast yesterday. Hang on. I got to finish this before it gets cold. I listened to a podcast yesterday. Where during the podcast, they had a cook making food and then would walk in and serve the food to the members of the podcast. And they would sit there and eat it on the show. Uh, We're at that time of the year where that sun just burns in right on my eye. It's driving everybody crazy because I can see these beams of light on my face. I know it looks stupid. Doesn't bother me. It is the 23rd of June, 2021. This show happens each and every weekday in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. The Eric Zane Show podcast begins now. Hello, this is Rick from TC Paintball. Pain in the ass. Listening to the Eric Zane Show, a show where the host makes the audience create intros, complains about them, and then refuses to play the correct ones. And now, because I'm required to, here's Eric Zane. Can you hear the eye roll? By the way, if you guys ever want to make new intros, just like Rick said I do, I do, I love it when you do that. Uh, you can make them as, as uh, in roast style like that, as mean as you want them. You can say whatever stupid shit that you want about me. I don't care. I'll put it on there. Beggars can't be choosers. Yes. Unless you say it wrong like Rick. He's always calling this the Eric Zane Show. Eh, it's the Eric Zane Show podcast. That's what I bring. Why? Why Why did you do it that way? I don't know, Dick. Why did you call it TC Paintball? Who gives a fuck? Just leave me alone. I, I decided to do it the way I wanted to do it. It's not a it's not a it's not a podcast, though. It's a, it's a show podcast. Or it's a show. For you to tell me what the fuck this is. 
Um, he and I would have been great brothers because, oh, the fights, the fist fights that we would have had. Uh, I, I had an older, I have an older sibling, my brother Jim. He's four years older than me. And uh, were you one of those families that you actually fought, like punch in the face fight, like assault fight? I think there was maybe only one time that I struck my brother in the face and it was accidental. I never, we never, ever hit in the face. We'd, we'd do the Charlie horse in the leg, the arm, until it's just a piece of tenderized meat. But we would always avoid the face. We, we, we never had the nerve to punch in the face. I was quite a bit younger than him, too. So, you know, he would always have the upper hand. Uh, but the, those families that would do that, they would just beat the shit out of each other. We had a, we had a, one particular family, the Silics, these these Polacks, and it would be like all-out brawl. Uh, I think they had like six kids, three girls and three boys, and all six uh, uh, siblings would be fighting at the same time. Sometimes two on one while the other one's like, Oh my God, I can't even fight anymore. So the other one, oh, I'm not done fighting. Go to the other one and beat the shit out of him. Horrible. All right. This show is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures every day of the week. Monday through Friday. That is Saturday and Sunday. I rest kind of, I just don't do the podcast. Uh, I have dear meathead today with my beloved 87 year old father. I have a, couple of questions but uh not a ton see if anybody uh contributed on the facebook post because i yeah i put it out on facebook hey dear me dad with dad if you have a question you can leave it here in the comments or uh you can send it along eric at ericsaintshow.com aha let's see here josh writes Dear Meathead, my family was given a swing set from another family. All we had to do was take it apart, bring it to our house, and reassemble it. It's at our house. Now, now, how is the easiest way to reassemble it without the instructions? Oh, boy, he's going to be able to talk you through that for sure. Blind Tony says, Dear Meathead, I managed to quit smoking a little over a week ago. What are some hobbies and good pastimes you believe that would help with cravings in the coming weeks as this goes away? Thanks, Tony. That is not easy to do. Quitting smoking. All right. So, uh, Tony, let me help you. First of all, let's discuss this. Um, body changes one week after smoking after quitting smoking and you're young you're 25 26 okay there's a timeline for this first of all 24 hours after your last cigarette You've already decreased your risk of heart attack. Eh, you probably weren't at a high risk of heart attack anyway because you're so young. This is because of reduced constriction of veins and arteries as well as increased oxygen levels that go to the heart to boost its functioning. So the heart's like, oh, not bad. Okay, this is nice. 
Nicotine levels in your bloodstream have also decreased to negligible amounts at this time. 48 hours after your last cigarette. Previously damaged nerve endings start to regrow. Except not the ones in your eyes. You may also start to notice the senses that were previously dulled due to smoking improve. But you already have uh, superpowers, hearing and, and, and senses like that, right? Or, or is that a myth? Am I just ripping off the uh, premise of the uh, Daredevil comic? It says you may realize you're smelling and tasting things better than you were before. 72 hours after your last cigarette. Breathing. More easily. This is because the bronchial tubes inside the lungs have started to relax and open up more. This makes air exchange between carbon dioxide and oxygen easier. In addition, your lung capacity, your ability, the ability of the lungs to fill up with air increases about three days after quitting. One week. Uh, the one-week milestone is important not only for your health, but for your success rate in quitting smoking successfully long-term. That's where you are. Smokers who successfully make it one week without smoking are nine times as likely to successfully quit. Within two weeks, you'll notice you're not only breathing easier, Tony, you're walking easier. This is uh, thanks to improved circulation and oxygenation. Your lung function also increases as much as 30% after stopping smoking, according to researchers at the University of Michigan. Many health changes, uh, and then the article goes on to talk about one month after. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Three months after, six months after, one year. It even taught three years, five years, 10 years, 15 years. Okay, so there you go. I will. You know what, Tony? I'm going to link that up for you. I want you to be able to... Uh, how does that work on your end, though? Because um, if I say, hey, I'm going to link that up for you, uh, do you have someone who clicks on it for you, or do you have some type of magic computer you just tell it what to do and it does it? Uh, you've probably already read all of this, though. I'm just assuming that I'm, like, doing something amazing, but I'm probably not. You're probably well aware of these things. But if anybody else wants to check that out, I'll link it up in the show notes of this podcast. But, um, all right, so I'll pass that along to Dad. That's good. That's perfect. Keep it up, Tony. Keep it up. All right. If you have a question for Dad, eric at ericzaneshow.com. It is brought to you by JM Synthetics. I just realized it's way too dark in this room. Hang on. It's uh, kind of gloomy out right now. And then I forgot to turn my light on. Hang on. And you're like, why are you wearing a hat? It's chilly out. Hold on. Lights. Uh, Daisy behind me here. She's got kidney stones. She's had them for some time. So I've got this great vet. They're always like, uh, it's, a, it's a group of them. And uh, the idea is if a dog has kidney stones, what they do is they give the dog a certain type of food. It's a prescribed food. It's, uh, you, you can't, it, it's, uh, you actually need a prescription to actually buy the food. 
And what it does is it increases the dog's desire to drink. And there's also various properties in the food that changes the chemistry of the dog's urine. And this is so important. If you have a dog that ever has kidney stones, make sure you listen to what the vet says. The dog has kidney stones. The last thing you want to do, though, especially on a seven-year-old dog, a bulldog, which they're known to, like, not do well under sedation. She has in the past, but still, you never know. You never know. You don't want to, you don't want to do anything that you, that you really don't have to do. If you don't, I mean, if, there's, an, if there, there's another way to do it other than surgery, you want that to happen. Kidney stones are a bitch, though can be very painful. Hell, it can cause so many complications, a dog could die, for God's sake. Okay. Uh, so they, they put Daisy on this particular type of food, and it changes the chemistry of the urine. And I, and I go, well, how does this even... He goes, well, we're, we're going to dissolve, if we can, those kidney stones. And uh, if they are the kind that do dissolve. Some don't. And I go, really? He goes, yep. Uh, but we're giving ourselves the best opportunity to do it. I go, well, okay, break it down. How, I mean, what, what's happening here? He goes, well, uh, some people, when I give them the food to eat, for the dog to eat, they um, don't do exactly what I tell them to do. I go, yeah? He says, yeah. So they, like, take the food, and they, they still give their dog ha- – it's not that – it's uh, sometimes the dogs don't like this food, so they, like, mix it with other food. He goes, that's a huge mistake. I go, why is that? He goes, because I'm trying to change the chemistry of the dog's urine so that when the bladder fills up, the chemistry of the urine is going to dissolve the stones. That's what we want. That's what I'm trying to do. I go, well, how come people don't get that? He goes, I have no idea. They, uh, they do it their own way. I say, give the dog this food. They, they, they cut they, they half and half it. And uh, he says, the easiest way I can explain this to these stupid people is like this. The kidney stone is a piece of sugar. The sugar wants to dissolve, but it won't dissolve in, uh, in cold water. It has to be in warm water. I'm making warm water so that the kidney stone, or the, in this case, in my example, sugar will dissolve quicker. Okay? That's how you do it. And I'm like, that's brilliant. I'm so glad you explained it to me that way. I mean, I understood, but I mean, now I really understand because I'm kind of stupid too. He goes, yep, so uh, this is much better than going and cutting open the dog, picking out the stones. And, uh, and then he says, and if you see, if the dog pees, if, let, let's say the dog pees on the floor in the house, which dogs with uh, uh, kidney stones or urinary tract infections tend to do. He goes, look at the urine. He goes, if you see something in the urine, that's a stone. Pick it out of there and give it to me. I go, why? He goes, well. If we take a look at it under a microscope, we can determine uh, rather quickly if it's the type of stone that will dissolve. So if we see that, then we stay the course and keep medicating the dog this way. This also saves you money because if the dog pees out one of the stones and I get a look at it and I can see up, this is a stone that's going to dissolve. I don't have to give your dog an ultrasound, which is 300 bucks. I go, oh, okay. He goes, so follow that dog around when she goes pee and take a look at her pee. Okay, uh, but you know, and he and then he says you won't be able to tell like in the when the dog pees in the dirt, so I don't think at least. So I'm like hoping Daisy pees in the house now. I'm like Daisy, go ahead, go pee in the house. I can take a look at the stone, save myself three hundred bucks on an ultrasound. 
This is crazy. All right. So that's kind of on my mind right now. She seems to be doing better, though. Look at, look at her. Oh, look at, hey, we're talking about you. Look at that tongue. Look at her. Daisy, I'm talking, they love you so much. She's like, wait a minute. Why did you just wake me up, you asshole? Uh, By the way, sorry, I'm totally unprepared. My TC paintball sign fell down and I must put it up because if I don't, Rick is going to have a shit fit, drama filled catastrophe because his sign's not up. And uh, I've already had enough of him for one week. Sometimes these signs fall in this ghetto studio. You all know that. You've seen it happen. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. There's a list of things that I have to do before every show to make sure that things are in order, and one of them is make sure that the signs are up and appropriate. Okay. Wow. Um, my goodness. So, again, question for Dear Meathead Eric at ericsangelo.com. Yesterday, uh, it was, um, it doesn't happen often because uh, Aubrey, the mother of my grandkids, Jim's girlfriend, you know, it's to a point where I'm like, it's time to get married. Come on now. You've been with her for 10 years, you have two kids. Uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta do something. You should go get married. Um, we got a phone call. Hey, can you pick up Grayson from school? My grandson. Uh, we ha- we don't have a lot of these grandparent moments where these things happen because mom is at home all the time. But in this case, okay, yeah, let's do it. So we pick him up from school. And uh, this was awesome. I love this. We did the old pick him up from school and then immediately start spoiling him like like old grandparents do. You know, it's second from last, uh, second to last day of school. And uh, uh, there's a 7-Eleven. So we, we head over to the 7-Eleven and get him a Slurpee. That's what you do, man. And then you run the risk of a catastrophe because... The other kid at home, Rowan, my other grandson, you know, he, he's going to, Grace is going to come home and he's going to have the Slurpee and Rowan's going to be like, oh my God, how come you got one and I didn't get one? It's going to be an absolute nightmare meltdown. It wasn't, but in my mind, I'm like, please, please, please let there be a war. I want to see this. This is what grandparents do. They, 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 they stir up trouble. Okay. So we pick him up from school and, uh. This is one of these time warp moments. Um, roughly 20 years ago, when Jim was the same age as Grayson was, which, honest to God, it just doesn't seem that long ago to me. Okay? It's remarkable. And Grayson, my oldest grandson, he has similar uh, appearance to my son when my son was that age. And it's always when I like, especially if I'm looking at him at a certain angle, I'm like, oh my God, it's Jim. It's like, it's like I'm back in Midland, Michigan. 
uh, uh, struggling at uh, t- 27 years old or 28 years old, trying to try to make a living with one kid. It's like I'm back there. I just went through a time warp. It's incredible. There's a back and forth that takes place in the vehicle as we're driving. He has decided he wants to tell me jokes and grandma jokes. And now this has happened before with Grayson's dad, my son. Okay. And uh, what, what did Grayson say? He was, hey, Papa. Yes. Why did the chicken cross the playground? I don't know. It's just to get to the other slide. That's beautiful. And then um, he did one. You see, he's kind of woke. Um, because he started to like do the joke setup with um, almost like concern that it's going to hurt my feelings. And I, you know, that, that, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I wanted to stop Minus Tracks and say, look. You cannot worry about who's going to be offended. Just let them have it. I've said this to my audience, Grayson, many times. Once it leaves my mouth, it's no longer my problem. You deal with it. If, if, if someone's not, not, doesn't have, uh, is not able to put on their big boy pants, who cares? Just fuck them. Just say the joke. Because he sets me up with, now, Papa, uh, I said this to someone, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it to you. But uh, I I wasn't doing it to make them feel bad, and 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 uh, I didn't want to hurt their feelings. I'm like, oh god, you're too woke. You just gotta you just gotta let them have it. You just gotta call them a nasty name. Uh, it, it's all good. This is this is ball busting. Uh, young people, very young people in this case, they have to uh, do their 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 ball busting with like almost like a disclaimer ahead of time. Hey, I'm really sorry if I if I say this joke to you, and you get your feelings hurt. It's because um, you know it's been ingrained in their brains that they must be polite and sweet, and that's bad for comedy. Okay, we need more kids to be rude, and so. Um, I think he's too far gone. I think he's too polite. I don't think I can impress upon him how important it is to just let it fly. You know, because he sets me up with Napapa, uh, that whole deal. And I go, okay, all right. Now he's going to, he's going to do this joke to me. Now I, of course, screwed it up. I, I didn't know. I, he was, he zigged and I zagged because the joke is to get, the person, me in this case, to say something that's almost like uh, an ins- I'm saying an insult about myself in a roundabout way. And then the person who's making you do it, in this case, my grandson is going to go, oh, 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 my God. He goes, okay, here you go. You ready for the joke? I go, yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, you got to, okay, there's too much buildup already. You just got to let it fly, man. He goes, what's your name? I go, Papa. And he goes, what's this? And he points to his nose. And I go, nose. So now I, I've said Papa and nose. And he goes, 
what am I holding in my hand? Now, he wants me to say, no, he said, he goes, what's this? And he holds out both hands that are empty. Now, he wants me to say nothing. So at this point, I will have said, Papa knows nothing. Get it? But um, he holds out both hands and he goes, what's in my hand? Or, or what is this? And I go, hands. And he goes, no. I mean, uh, what what am I holding? And I go, uh, 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 uh and I, I can't figure it out. And Diana goes, see nothing. I go, oh, nothing. And he goes, and I said, nothing. And he goes, oh, 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 my God. Papa knows nothing. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> That moment in particular reminded me of when Jim, Grayson's dad, was his age 20 years ago. And this moment happened when he said, Papa, or Papa, Dad. Yeah, Jim. Uh, spell I cup. And I wrote I C U P, which is not a word. And I, I C U P. Jim goes, oh, 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 my God. Oh, oh, oh. Mm, mm. Okay, so then I said to Grayson, I go, your dad liked those jokes too. Those types of jokes where, you know, people, I say things and whatever, I'm dumb. He goes, yeah? I go, yeah, your dad told me a joke where he said, uh, dad, spell I cup. And then Grayson looks at me and his eyes are wide. I go, and I go, is he not getting it? And then I go, you know, I see you pee. He wrinkles up his nose and he goes, Whoa, whoa, whoa. And I'm like, uh-oh, I crossed a line with that one. And he goes, yeah, that's a toilet joke. <laughs> that's toilet talk, Papa. You don't do toilet jokes, idiot. I'm like, well, you're clearly some highbrow comedy because I like the toilet jokes. In fact, Grayson, on my Patreon yesterday, I, I talked extensively about how I shave my nuts. So you, no, I didn't tell him that. I did not. I did not. <laughs> I did not go down the, that uh, road at all. So it was awesome. I, I I I loved it. But you see, when you're a grandpa, you have grandpa duties. Okay. Uh, and I walked up to the house to drop Grayson off, and I, Grandpa noticed, and uh, and we stayed there for a little while. It was me. Uh, Diana, the grandkids, Aubrey, hanging out. And then, uh, actually, I noticed something because uh, Diana, me, and Grayson showed up before Aubrey and Rowan. The front door, the screen is destroyed. The screen's hanging out. You know, it's 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 completely useless. Somehow it happened. Who knows? And uh, I'm like, well, you know what? Grandpa's got to repair that. So I'm like, oh, God, please don't let it be that you're biting off more than you can chew here. So I like take a look at the damn thing. And I, I unscrew the frame and uh, pull it out and set it on the kitchen table. I pull out the remainder of the screen. There's that little uh, a rubber thing that goes all the way around it that goes into that track and holds the screen. And I go, you know what? I can fix this damn thing. I know exactly what I needed to fix it. I need replacement screen. And I need that, that tool with the wooden handle and the round deal that kind of goes in that track and pushes the little thingy all the way in. I go, you know what? I'm going to fix this damn thing. And that's the end of it. That's what grandpas do. They uh, teach comedy. They're uh, the butt of jokes. And uh, they repair things.
I drive two miles down the road, get the replacement screen, get the damn thingy, come back. Aubrey's home. She goes, oh, you don't have to do that. You don't. I go, ah, 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 excuse me. This is a grandpa thing to do. This is what we do. Uh, and then I realized the kids are interested. And I'm like, hey, you guys want to help Papa? Yeah. I go, okay, here we go. And I'm like, okay, you have limited time. They're going to be bored in one second. So uh, uh, here, cut the screen. So they use the scissors. They help me. They, they cut the screen. All right, put the thing on. Then, then they're, they're done. They're, they're, they have no interest. So, ah, we yeah, don't want to talk to you anymore. We're going to go write some more jokes. They're gone. And by the way, these two got a puppy, and I'm going to show you the puppy in a second on the uh, on the uh, video live stream. I will, you know what? And I'll even link it up so that if you listen to the audio podcast later, I want to make sure you can. I'll post it. You can take a look at the puppy dog. You know I love dogs. I love all animals. So then uh, I'm sitting there doing my thing, and you know what? Uh, I I didn't. I was so waiting for this to go south. And somehow this very easy job that a, that a, that a, a, a five-year-old could do, um, I crushed it. It was, it was awesome. Got that thing in there. And I'm like, yep, this is what papas do. You know, papas do these things. And I put the screen back in and then, uh, and then it, this was idyllic because then Grayson comes around the corner and goes, Hey papa, you want to play hockey? And I go, yeah, let's do it. So this was awesome. This is the type of, we got, he even set up the nets ahead of time. Okay. A child arrived just the other day, came to the world in the usual way. And there were, how's it go? Birds and plants and things. I don't know. He learned to walk while I was, and my boy was just like me. Now it's not my son, but still it's, it was awesome. The nets are set up for the, the, and the, and he's got his stick and he's like ready to play, you know? And I, I go, all right, let's do it. And then, uh, and then, so Rowan sees this and then he gets a stick and then we're just killing it on the grass. It's, it's the dumbest game in the world, but it worked, man. You got the sticks, you got the ball, you got the nets, and you're just you're checking. It was sweet. And then uh, Diana comes in. She's kind of getting involved, involved. And I, uh, she had a, a pair of uh, uh, yoga pants on, so you could. Uh, there was a spot on her body that was directly set up for me to take the uh, edge of that stick and just give her a little goosey goose. Whoop! Right up there, right when the kids weren't looking, like, hey, I got my eye on you. Aubrey's grossed out. She puked. Oh, my God. What a day we had. Mm-mm-mm. So they just got this uh, this this puppy dog. This is. Uh... Okay, where is it? What the hell happened to the damn picture? Okay, no, that's not right. Okay, let me share this with you. Now, this dog, before I uh, I get into this with you, was picked up at Harbor Humane. All right. Um, and they saw that we got to get this dog. We love this dog so much. And they began the process. And then, so they were third in line for the adoption day. So that means two people ahead of them get, get their pick of whatever dogs they want. It's like the NFL draft. So... You know, Jim and Aubrey uh, are like in in the war room at the NFL draft, like keeping their fingers crossed. Please don't pick the dog we want. Please don't pick the dog we want. 
and uh, it came their turn, and this dog was available. All right. Look at this. Oh, my gosh. Hat out, baby. This is Lola. Now, Lola has the markings of a Rottweiler, but she is so small. It's like a Rottweiler bred with a Chihuahua. And when they got the dog a couple of weeks ago, it was a certain size. And seeing it yesterday, it's the same damn size. She hasn't grown. Look at at this little bugger. She is absolutely perfect. And uh, so I love her forever. And uh, that's the end of it. She is absolutely perfect. Look at this little doll. Hello, baby. Hello, puppy. Hello, little teeny tiny miniature Rottweiler. Is there such a thing as a miniature Rottweiler? So that was it, man. It was a freaking picture perfect, awesome day yesterday. Loving that. This show is available wherever you download podcasts. The audio podcast is available wherever you download podcasts. Okay. If you could subscribe. And then throw a review at me and however many stars you think it's worth. I, I like reading those. Okay. Uh, even the bad ones. No, I, I take it back. I don't, I don't like the bad ones. They piss me off. Uh, really makes me want to fight somebody. But I don't get enough of these reviews. So I want you to tell me what you think. Or if we have any new ones. Um, ratings and reviews. I have a 4.7 average out of 5 for 372 ratings. It comes up twice, by the way. Like if you, uh, if you were to search my podcast on Apple Podcasts, it shows up twice for some reason, and I don't know why. This person writes, great podcast, irrational, tyrannical, Slightly off kilter at times, but always a fun listen. Eric has a, also this one. Eric has a mostly humorous, but sometimes serious take on the news of the day, as well as interesting personal stories. You can disagree with his opinions without being offended or insulted by or angry with him. Well, that's not true. Movie savant. Eric always knows the movie he's discussing, but never the title. So you'll be screaming into the phone, the title all the while. He'll name every name but the movie. It's comedy, real life, and some great stories along the way. Highly recommend. This one. Ever have one of those lucid dreams where you, you're, going, you're going to the bathroom and you wake up to find that you really did? That's this show. What? It'll leave you cold, dejected, and sitting in your own filth, wondering what you just listened to. John and Jennison, boy, what a sweetheart. He writes, hit and miss. Sometimes it's interesting. Then he writes, sometimes there's too much Kenny. What? It's a good waste of time and way better than the radio show that spawned his fame. Well, okay. That's his own personal preference. I've read this one before. But Andrew M. wrote, cringe, one star, hired, 
and employed, that's redundant, sexual predators. Well, yes, that's true. But I didn't know it. I wouldn't have hired a rapist or throw or, or, or committed to having a rapist with me on the radio show had I known that I was uh, going to be with a child rapist. So, sorry. I had nothing to do with it. Hired and employed sexual predators to be part of his show. This is the ramblings of a man gasping for breath at the end of a long overdue retirement. I wish this show nothing but the worst, knowing they deserve it. And my pronoun is he. This one, one star. Used to love the show. I used to listen daily. Now I listen once every couple of months. I was hoping once the election was over, he would leave politics out of it. What the fuck? Politics are interesting, especially when it's my point of view. Adam wrote, signed Greg and Chris. <laughs> Stevie says John and Jenison is brutal. No, it's true. He is brutal. He doesn't he, he doesn't let you have it. He'll punch you right in the nose. Uh, okay. Tarantula Farmer says, I miss Kenny. Me too. Come on back. What are you doing? Come on. Seriously. Get back in. Get back in here. Get, get your ass back in here. Big, big boy. Uh, Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page where you can watch this show live. If you would, please share it. Like it. And uh, that is brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter, a Periscope video brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Congrats to Alan and Ashlyn for the birth of their new baby boy. Please retweet it with a snarky comment. Finally, the almighty YouTube, Eric Zane Show on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel, bell notification, so you know when I go live, and hit the thumbs up button. Thank you. I'm on Instagram, brought to you by the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Eric, uh, of Eric Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. What? Um, Eric Zane Show on Instagram. And as always, send me an email on the Shoreliners Striping Inbox, Eric at ericsaintshow.com. Shoreliner striping. Here's what they do. First of all, they paint athletic fields. Reach out to them about that. If you're an AD or you run some type of little league or whatever the hell, uh, a bang on the door of Shoreliners striping. Shorelinerstriping.com. Parking lot full of, well, looks like the friggin' uh, all these little bits of dirt and gravel and shit and whatever. Uh, have it swept with Shoreliner striping. They will sweep out the parking lot very, very quickly. High-end piece of equipment to do that. And then paint it. Paint the parking lot. It leaves a great impression on your customers. Stripe the parking lot. Shorelinerstriping.com. It's more affordable than you think. Get some merch. EricZaneShow.com. Click on the merch tab and off you go. And the open is brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV 616-532-6600. Ah, boy, I am now up to three, count them, three vehicles that are have to get to Irvine's. 
Diana on her Dodge needs an oil change. Jackie, my uh, Civic, needs an oil change. Madison, the 08 Accord, is making a funky-ass noise. Uh-oh. So it's real simple. We're going to drop the car off at Irvine's, the cars off at Irvine's, one at a time, and take care of it that way. The pros at Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid. You know, I'm so thankful to have them. I'm so it's 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 really really a plus to have a person, a uh, group of people who repair the car who you can trust. That is it. That is uh, that alone is probably. I, w- I would venture to guess that the number one thing that drives the business for a uh, uh, for Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV is the fact that the customers know they are getting the right job done that there there's zero chance that any funny business would ever happen that trust goes so far and you can see it in all of their google reviews ervines.com irvines.com top of the page google reviews go check them out 616-532-6600 i've got a sponsor that uh, manufactures cornhole boards Yes, the number one manufacturer of cornhole boards in America. Cornholeamerica.com. So if there's a professional cornhole tournament going on, you see these on TV all the time, and they're like, okay, uh, we need a new set of boards that have a certain type of logo on them. Cornhole America gets that job. Okay. They make their cornhole boards to the exact specs of the professional cornhole leagues. That's what you're getting. You can put any logo you want onto a set of cornhole boards with Cornhole America. You do it all online. They ship anywhere in the USA. It's a business based right here in beautiful Cedar Springs, Michigan. Started with just an idea while drinking and hanging out at a friend's house. Jason Duflo said, I can make that. Years later, he's the number one manufacturer of cornhole boards. These aren't some rinky-dink shit show cornhole boards. Do not buy those, okay? You have to get high-end shit or your stuff that you're going to buy from the store is going to get busted up. You don't want that. Cornholeamerica.com is where you go. Online at cornholeamerica.com. We are 17 minutes away from Dear Meathead questions. Get them in eric at ericsaintshow.com. I have uh, more stuff that I want to get to. But we've gotten to that weirdo spot where I have to tinkle. Okay? So I need to do that. Or else I'm not going to make it. It'd be extremely... You may have noticed that everything I'm wearing is gray. That was not by design. It's called a grout fit. I've been accused of wearing gray before, but a lot of what I have is gray. Stupid. Uh, I'm stoked about being on Who Are These Podcasts this week. Saturday at 2 p.m. is when we will go live on their Discord. Which, by the way, I should probably uh, go live on my Discord right now. Let's see. I always forget to do that. It's not perfect yet because you can't hear the audio that I play. But uh, I know some people still like it because what that allows you to do is listen to the show without um, 
without uh, having to watch anything, you know? Let's see, voice channels. And I think I'm on. I think it's on there now. So uh, Saturday, we record 2 p.m. for Who Are These Podcasts. Uh, I've been listening to the show that I have to, uh, I'll just talk about, it's called Tiger Belly with a comedian by the name of Bobby Lee. Bobby Lee was on Mad TV. Uh, He and his girlfriend do a podcast and it is so fucking terrible. Oh my God. It's actually the, uh, they, they rely on YouTube to get the, you know, there's a real visual element to it. In a lot of cases, I was just listening to the audio and I didn't know what the fuck was going on. But holy shit, does this one stink? So we'll be talking about that. We also will be talking about Stuttering John and talking about Opie. Uh, This is uh, a a little bit anticipatory for me because uh, it's the second time I've been on the show. First time it did did work out in a positive fashion. Uh, I've mentioned this before. That the sophomore effort is is when people stink. Uh, Shuley from the Stern Show was on there, and the second time he did not prepare, and it sucked. So I am not. I'm going to do my best to not let that happen. What I what I don't have in wit, which is quite a substantial amount, I must make up for in preparation. Who are these podcasts? Uh, you can check that show wherever you download podcasts or uh, whoarethese.com. Okay. Moving on. Okay. I want to get into this. This is uh, about performer Billie Eilish, who sucks. Okay. Dirk sent me a uh, piece about how melody has gone away from popular music. And he, he couldn't be more right. Uh, the 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 sh- the uh, shit that she puts out is somewhat catchy, but just fucking god awful. And uh, you know she's all she has a lot of uh, uh, gimmicks to her to her uh, to what she is all about. You know she's the one who uh, uh, dresses in baggy clothes, and she always has a pissed off asshole look on her face. Uh, her and her brother do a bunch of weirdo shit to make their stupid music and she fucking sucks. Okay. But that's neither here nor there. Okay. I agree. She sucks. So I don't give a shit what the hell happens to her, but here's the problem. The cancel culture, they're starting to try to like eat their own. Okay. Uh, the whole idea about Megan Rapinoe and uh and and her it was just a story earlier in the week i even forgot what it was now they're trying to cancel her because of something that went on in her world but it was just stupid it 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 shouldn't have even it was a 10 year old tweet where she said my god when your eyes are that closed you look like you're asian that's what she said they they try to cancel her her own i mean she's one of she's like the wokest of the woke so is billy eilish you know you got a 19 year old 20 year old kid there's no way uh, that, that she's going to be like an idiot when it comes to shit. Like she's going to be super sensitive about everything. Got to make sure she doesn't piss anybody off and whatever. So this is just ridiculous because now they're trying to cancel her. She's 19 and, um, it, 
this is just so stupid because, uh, first of all, that it's happening. And then her response to it is so over the top about this so-called faux pas. Somebody got their hands of uh, on a piece of video, uh, which was playing some song that she didn't write. She was only 13 or 14 years old at the time. And so in that video that just happened to manifest, she's listening to a song that the artist uses the word uh, chink, okay? And um, in, a, in, a, in a slur, okay? Which there's no uh, denying that that's a slur. We get it. You know, probably not a good idea to be throwing that one around. She's listening. She, she, she uh, in the video, it's kind of like typical TikTok type of video almost. And she mouthed the word chink when that part of the song was playing. And that was included in the video. She didn't make the song. She was just listening to it. And the word, it was like she went, she she mouthed it. And it, it made it appear like the, the song was coming out of her mouth because she was lip syncing it. That's it. A resurfaced TikTok showed Eilish mouthing the anti-Asian slur as she sang along to Tyler, the creator's song, Fish. So because she mouthed the word chink, to a song that she did not make. She is on this over-the-top apology tour because everyone is murdering her. Oh, my God. Quote, I mouthed the word from a song that at the time I didn't even know was a derogatory term used against members of the Asian community. I am appalled and embarrassed and want to barf that I ever mouthed along to that word, she said in a statement posted on her Instagram story Monday. There's also a, um, a second portion of that video where she is going, I mean, it, it sounds like that. Now, she says, no, 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 no. I was speaking in a silly, gibberish, made-up voice, which she said is something she has done her entire life when speaking to her pets, friends, and family. Well, all right. N- that's a lie, okay? The video is of you mouthing the word chink, and then you're going, that, you are making fun of Asians there. Don't lie, okay? Uh it's just, I mean, who gives a fuck? You were 13 or 14 years old. That's what you need to say. You need to say, yes, hey, I was 13 or 14 making fun of Asians. And then that's it. Or say nothing. You don't need to address every big, everything is not the end of the world. Okay? Uh, and, and by the way, for her to try to say, yeah, I talk to my pets like this. and go, That would be like me walking up to Daisy right now going like this. Because normally I'm like a hello puppy. I mean that's a that that's what you say. That's a made up, you know, silly thing. Hello, puppy. Hello, baby. Let's see how Daisy reacts when I do this Billy Eilish thing. So she's lying. So that kind of makes it stupid. 
in response to claims she was speaking in a black scent and Asian accent. She said it was, quote, in no way an imitation of anyone or any language, accent, or culture. That's a lie. That's not true at all. She says, regardless of how it was interpreted, I did not mean for any of my actions to have caused hurt to others. Well, no one was really hurt. Okay, come on. And it absolutely breaks my heart that it is being labeled now in a way that might cause pain to people hearing it, she explained. Look, the bigger problem is if anyone was hurt by that, hurt, this is another example of how soft young people are. They're absolutely soft. And there is going to come a time when they're 40 and they're not going to be able to make a mortgage payment because they're so damn soft. They're not They're going to freak out at every corner. Young people have the thinnest of skin. If anybody's hurt by that, you're a fucking idiot. And she's an idiot too, for making such a big deal about this. And Oh, by the way, she sucks. Eilish maintains she has always used her platform to fight for inclusion, kindness, tolerance, equity, and equality. Well, you didn't that time, but it's not the end of the world. Don't beat yourself up over it. You were 13. Okay? I would just love it. I would have a lot more uh, respect for her if she said, yep, uh, 13, I was making fun of Asians there. I don't do that now. I'm 19. I'm a lot more mature. But if you're going to make up a fucking fairy tale, Billy, I have less respect for you. Just own it. You're making fun of Chinese people. It's happened. It, it does happen. You were 13. And everybody else who's pissed off because a 13-year-old is making fun of Chinese people, you're fucking stupid. Shut up. She concluded the lengthy apology by encouraging her fans to, quote, continue having conversations, listening and learning. I hear you and I love you. Thank you for taking the time to read this. Fuck off. Eilish's apology came after online backlash and some calling to boycott the singer-songwriter after seeing the old clip. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think you can boycott her over something she did when she was 13. Now, if she's 1920 and she does that and you find out that she did that yesterday, well, that's probably going to be a problem. I mean, if it happened to Morgan Wall and it's going to have to happen to you too, you're going to have to somehow figure that shit out. But she was 13 or 14 years old. Shut up. My God. I was thinking about this and I don't know where it is, but it's out there. It's... <laughs> Halloween, I'm guessing this was 2005, 2006. Diana and I dressed up like, I dressed up like Chief so-and-so with the huge headdress. I'm holding the tomahawk. And she's dressed up like uh, Pocahontas. And someone took a picture. I was, I would never have dreamed that that was a problem when that picture was taken. Never, ever. I don't think it's a fucking problem now. Who gives a shit? But... That exists. And I remember at one point someone said, yes, this is a cultural appropriation or whatever. You're doing this. I'm like, huh? huh? What? I didn't even know what that was. It's like, it's almost like it's kind of like made up.
All right. Any uh, last-minute questions for Dad on Dear Meathead? Eric at ericzaneshow.com on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox. I would love to hear from you, and you know Dad would. All right. Dear Meathead, brought to you as always by JM Synthetics. They sell Amsoil, Zaniac Jason, uh, jmsynthetics.com. Pick what you want to buy and then call Jason, 616-747-0233. That's how it works. Dad is still on cloud nine after the fun we had at our Father's Day extravaganza. So I'm sure he'll be uh, still touched by that great moment. Here we go. Hello. Hey, guy. Good morning. How are you? Doing well, Dad. How uh, everything going good in uh, in your neck of the woods? Yeah, they're all right. We got up a little while back and uh, had a cup of coffee and thought about you and uh, uh, talked about my neighbors and here I am. <laughs> now, Dad, I uh, I talked with the audience about. The guy who goes ripping down the street on the four-wheeler. Um, four-wheeler. Uh, yeah, there's like that, uh, you know that ATV that he goes really fast down your street? Wait a minute, who, wait a minute. who is that? Jeremy. Oh, Jeremy, my neighbor. Yeah, yeah, he's a really, yeah, 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 okay. he's a super nice guy. You love him, right? Oh, I like him, yeah. Well, But this kid, yes, it was, he was crazy. Yeah, when he was ripping up and down the street, is that still happening? Uh, not today, but yesterday it did. No. Oh, it was it was only when we were there. When you were there. Okay. Were there. Well, I I thought he was being an a hole, but if this is not a regular thing, then he he doesn't deserve that. No, it's not a regular thing. No, no, he's never done that. This is the first time. Okay. He went on and on and on, you know. I thought it was like every day. That's why I was convinced he was an a hole. No, he's never done that. Okay. Well, uh, as long as he doesn't, as long as he doesn't like make it a habit. I mean, it's not probably not a good idea to go ripping down the street in a four wheeler. Oh, he makes a habit. He's going to hear from me. You're gonna, you're gonna let him know. Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, he, he's a nice kid, really, but he really uh, uh, had some health issues and uh, brain cancer. Oh my and he god! He works. Uh, he works, in fact, with uh, who? That uh, who? No, no, no. Well, one of my kids, uh, Norman. He works with Norman. He works with Norman. Well, I mean, he doesn't really know that Norman is my son. Oh. But uh, and we, I don't embellish that. I don't tell him nothing. I don't even discuss that with him. No, no. Okay. But uh, Norman told me something about him. But he does have. He has had brain cancer. He had brain surgery, and he's a real super nice guy. Okay, good. All right. Well, but, uh, just did a weird thing. He never did that. All right. Like well, yeah. Machine back and forth. All like right. That. Well, then I then I feel bad for calling him an a hole when I was at your house. Well, yeah, he was. He was not. Okay, good. No, but the whole family is wonderful people. All right, Dad. Well, um, so we are just a handful of days removed from our big party at your house. We had a Father's Day extravaganza that actually worked out awesomely. 
I'll tell you, that was a great day for me, really. I really, really enjoyed it. And Joanne says the same thing. Oh, yeah, that was good. That was good. We got to do that again. Everybody had fun. That would be great. That really would be good. Especially all of a sudden, I had a zoo back there. Yes, with all the dogs. Four dogs. Four dogs. Yes. <laughs> hey, and by the way, I love the one that has lost one of his eyes. Oh, Benny. Benny. Oh, my God. That, uh, that thing is so docile, yeah. kind, gentle. Love them. Oh, yeah. He is, uh, he is exceptional. I'm glad you liked him. Oh, yeah. Okay, Dad, I've got questions for you. This one is serious, man. My pal Tony uh, writes, Dear Meathead, I managed to quit smoking a little over a week ago. Uh, he's he's looking for help with the cravings and maybe something to do instead of uh, to get his mind off of smoking, Dad. You know, this is uh, serious business. I mean, quitting smoking is not easy. Hey, I know all about that in case you don't know. Yeah, go ahead. But I used to be a smoker. Yeah, what does one do to battle those cravings? And, you know, I mean, uh, he, he wants to know if you uh, have any help on that. It really is not a craving. It's a habit. Habit is really not a craving. It's really a difficult task, but it's really not as bad as what you and I make it to be. You know? Take a different hobby. Don't go to chew tobacco. Just keep it away, man. That smoking is a dangerous, dangerous, life-shortening disease. Yeah, there's, uh, there's, there's no denying it that he's going to help himself out, Dad. Uh, do you like maybe like um, if you uh, can recall things you did to uh, uh, be successful? Hey, chewing tobacco is not the good answer for that. Some people do that. Uh, smoking is just a matter of a mental thing. We call it a habit, but that's not the case. It's in your brain that you're going to smoke. So try to occupy yourself with something different, but the, the whole basis of it is it's going to be there no matter how you look at yeah. it. But... It depends on how you fight it. How you fight it is the fact that, hey, you're not going to smoke. Simple as that. you got to be having the desire and the want to quit. Yes. Um, so, Dad, I'm, I'm just taking notes here. And uh, 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 the, the help you're offering in, in order to quit smoking, don't chew tobacco. Yeah, well, people go to that. I happen to have somebody that I even had him in my house. Yeah. Not only he smokes, he even chews tobacco. Ah, well, you know, Diana's brother chews tobacco. Exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, he uh, he has been chewing tobacco forever. I think it's the freakiest habit Uh, I could ever see that in a human. You're not kidding. You're not kidding. Uh, I see him do that. That freaks me out. Yeah, it's bad news. All right, uh, Josh writes this, Dear Meathead, my family was given a swing set from another family. We took it apart, we brought it to our house, and now I'm having trouble to reassemble it without the instructions. What do I do, Meathead? Oh, boy. Well, uh, I, I 
really didn't realize that swing set requires instruction. Uh, is that a, is that a wood swing? Uh, I I I'm not sure. I I would I would guess. Well, I, I really don't have a, a remedy for that. But uh, basically, I say it would be a piece of cake for me to uh, assemble that. But I have to see that. Uh, I don't know. I don't have an answer for him. I, I, I'm so sorry that I cannot help him. But uh, just to put it together is not a big deal. I don't know. No. Well, Joanne says I had a uh, hard time with our swing. Okay. We brought a swing from up north. Yeah. And and uh, yeah. put it together. Now, so Dad, let me. Uh, I I, uh, I I wrote a note down. It says uh, you can't help, but it would be easy for you. For me, it is. It's, it's, I'm a very mechanical person. <laughs> okay, got it. You know, but uh, but uh, I have to see the item to decide how I'm going to operate it. All right. Very so, good. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't be of any help. No, hey, you know what happens. I have an anonymous email. The person writes, Dear Meathead, is it wrong to use white lies, little white lies, to surprise a loved one? Uh, she writes, I am I am flying a loved one in, and then I'm going to get to the airport without him catching on, but I feel a little bad lying for this to happen. He will be so excited in the end but I feel bad right now. Signed, Anonymous. So basically, Anonymous is uh, is uh, uh, making up some stories in order to uh, have some type of uh, family reunion, I guess, or uh, uh, flying a loved one in. And uh, and and this person is going to surprise the person at the airport and has to make some uh, uh, white lies. Is that okay? Well, first of all, I don't understand exactly what's going on. Okay. Uh, a person is being flown in. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to do what? Visit? I think. I think that's what's happening. It. It. it all it says is uh, I'm flying a loved one in, uh, but in order to uh, make it all work, this person has to make up a fairy tale about something. I'm not sure what. So this, this person that's going to be flown in. Doesn't know that he's being or she is going to be flown in. I, I don't get it. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Uh, uh, I think the um, all I know is that there's going to be a reunion of sorts between the person flying in and the person who's writing this. Um, and is, or maybe um, uh, when the person comes in, um, let's say uh, you and I were to uh, I were to fly your sister in. Okay, if I flew your sister in. Um, and then didn't tell you about it. I think that that's that also is is it okay? Uh, so my sister is not going to be telling me that she's coming here. Right. Yeah. If I was part of a lie, you know, to make that happen, in order for it to be a surprise, is that okay? I think it is. Go ahead and lie, and then tell them when they come up there. And yeah. Well, hey, you didn't tell me that. Okay, but. Uh-huh. Then, we just didn't know how you're going to react to it, so we didn't tell you about it. Yeah, that, we told you a lie. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, I, I told you I broke my leg, so come on out and then take care of my leg. Yeah, or something. You know. 
Well, but I think you uh, shouldn't make a, a no, worse. You should out not. Of it. You should not do that at all. You should oh, not. No, because yes. uh, basically, uh, you're doing a good thing because you're yes. bringing somebody out here that you love or they love. Yeah. And then uh, don't worry about it. Just do what you yeah. do, and then don't even mention it. It's that all you lied. yes, absolutely. And let them tell you you lied. So wait, you know what I lied? This is what I lied for because we didn't know how you're going to react to it. So. Yeah, we said it was white lie. But the bottom line is ended up nice because you got a free trip out of it. Sure. <laughs> all right, Dad. Let- I wouldn't worry about little, That's a little thing, really. Yeah, not a, not a big deal at all. Uh, listen to this, Dad. There's this knucklehead who plays football for the Buffalo Bills, the uh, football team. Okay. And uh, the, the football players have just agreed that um, – there's a certain set of rules concerning the COVID vaccine. Like if players get the vaccine, they're basically allowed to do whatever they want. But uh, players who aren't vaccinated have to follow, follow strict rules, um, like wear masks and stay away and things like that. Okay. Yeah. So the, and that all makes sense. There is uh, uh, he's not interested in doing that. Yeah, there's one football player who says, I'm going to retire if I have to get the shot. And he makes $7.5 million a year. He says that because of the shot, he's willing to end his football career. He will not get the shot. What do you, what do you think about this knucklehead? I think I'd kick him in the ass and get him off the team. Hey. Yeah. There's a possibility that you're going to contaminate somebody else. Yeah. That's the thing. These, these. So with your boldness, uh, the team has to suffer. Yeah, right. So that's what he's saying. He's saying I'm going to retire. He's going to get rid of seven and a half million dollars because he's so ignorant. He's going to actually uh, do this. No, he's an idiot. Okay. Nick writes this, dear Meathead. I've recently started a new job with new responsibilities. Uh, part of my job is I have to fire people. Um, I, I, is there a way of doing this without being feeling like a jerk or being a bad guy? Okay. So he's he just started. He has a new role with his company. He does, in fact, have is part of his role is uh, if someone is getting fired, he does it. He does the firing, and he's he doesn't like that at all because he wants to be able to not be a bad guy when he does it. Do, I, do, you, do you have any advice for Nick that can help him through this, Dad? Well, first of all, I appreciate you for being such a sentimental person to be caring for other people's well-being. Yeah, he's that type. You know. But then again, the reason of firing is should be really looked into, scrutinized. Does he deserve to be fired? Is that because of lack of money coming in to pay him his wages or what? But I think whatever the reason is, you should tell the person that he, why he's getting fired. And then if your reasoning is not suiting him, well, that's very understandable because he's losing a job. Ah, yeah. You know, I mean... Basically, if it's his job to give to break the news, you know, and, and, and in my opinion, he just has to state the facts. Either it's a performance issue, either they can't afford him anymore, or or, or whatnot. Uh, Be honest. Tell him the reason. 
either the employer don't have the money to pay your wages, yeah, or you you are not meeting your criteria of being an employee, and then work out a deal. Maybe uh, if uh, give me another ten days, see if I can improve or something like that. But just to fire a guy and not telling him why he's getting fired. That's not a cool thing in All the right. world. Well, so uh, stick with the plan. Tell him why he's getting fired. I would suggest Tell be him why. yeah. I would suggest be brief too. Not a yeah, lot of time. No, don't don't embellish it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Very good. Moving on. Nate writes this, dear uh, dad, dear meathead. I think people are crazy. In your experience, have people become more crazy over time, or have people always been this crazy? Sign, Nate. Well, Nate, I really have not met too many people that are just crazy. Uh, when a person does whatever they do, anybody, whatever, they have a reason. The reason could be a personal character reason or just a reason. You know, and nobody knows why he got fired. When people fire somebody and they don't tell him why he got fired, that really leaves the guy with a uh, bad feeling. I think maybe I'm flying on the wrong. Yeah, I think here. I think I think you may be combining things with the last question. He just wanted to know, you know, if if people in general are a little bit more crazy and. Uh, yeah, and uh, you and yeah, according to Joanne, there's a lot of crazy drivers, and that's I I concur. Hundred uh, percent. You and uh, you right, and and today, yeah. for the past two three months, America has gone totally bananas. I see people that are saying and doing things that I've never thought about those things. So I don't know what's going on. I honestly don't. I, I'm trying to keep myself clean. Yeah. And clear, not that I, I can, so that I don't, you know, involve any other person's thoughts. Sure, that. sure. Hey, Dad, I, uh, so I kind of just wrote down to encapsulate, you said, could be a personal character reason or a reason. Some reason. You said talking about getting fired, right? That was the previous uh, oh, okay. question. Yeah. What? Yeah, this guy was just saying in general, people seem to be a little bit more crazy these days. People are depressed right now. Believe you me, they are. Okay. I, I am depressed sometimes. Uh, I hate that. I don't like that at all. I, I am. Occasionally when I sit here and like all of a sudden I find myself five hours of sitting on a chair. Yeah. That's depression. How do you, I'm an outdoors person. Yeah. How do you think Diana's brother does, does it? He sits there for 14 hours a day. I cannot believe he, you can do that, but he does that. Uh, uh, all right. Very it, good. It, it, it's weird. It, it, it's a strange way of living right now in America. Craig writes this. Dear Meathead, I have a friend who shockingly describes in detail how he shaves his genitals. And, and, uh, I'm afraid uh, to hear what he's going to say next. Do you have any advice uh, for getting my friend to stop talking about this topic? Well, I have one piece of advice for him. You don't need to shave it. 
Get yourself hair remover. Put some hair remover on it. Wait, what? <laughs> In about 25 minutes, you wash it right off. So you're... The, you don't use razor blades. You no. don't do nothing. So you put hair remover on your genitals? Is that right? Yes, that's right. Hair remover is hair remover. It's part of your body. Genitals, part of your body with hair on it. Put that on there. All right, I'm. Uh, I mean, you put a, women put them on their hair, maybe or something to get rid of it. Uh, the face. Why can't you put it on your genital? Uh, and it works probably. Um, I'm just writing it down here. You said genitals are part of your body with hair on it. Well, yeah, dude, God created that. It's uh, some kind of a protection, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I never tried this thing. Yeah, I don't know if it's protection. Yeah, I don't. I guess. I guess it's a mystery, Dad. Uh, okay, so uh, to, I don't know what Kawhi created. God created us with yeah, hair. Yeah. Yes. So. Protected from cold or something? Uh, you know, your guess is as good. I, I'm guessing you have more knowledge about this than I do. Uh, I have no knowledge. Yeah. That goes. I well, have no clue. Okay, so there you I go. Have hair on my <laughs> so there you go, uh, uh, Craig. You can put hair remover on your genitals. As yeah, a, you don't have to shave it. You no. Know, you, you bypass the dangers of cutting yourself. Yes. That, and uh, it probably comes out looking much cleaner than uh, razor. Wow. That is absolutely brilliant, Dad. That is, you, you know what you should do is you should uh, pass that information on to the guy who goes by your house on the on the uh, <laughs> on the four wheeler. I'm embarrassed to think about it, let alone to yeah. talk about it. Well, hell, this is something that people need to know, you know. And so I'm glad, I'm so glad that you were able to share that with us. You know, you just gave me something to think about. Can you imagine somebody walks around for fifty years with? That genital must be ten feet long. Yes, a lot of hair on I there. Mean the hair. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I don't know if his genitals are ten feet long. <laughs> Holy cow! I can make a pillow out of it. <laughs> <laughs> My wife likes what I said. Well, yeah, that is. Uh, I can I can understand that. Holy cow! Oh boy. I think I opened up a can of worms. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Dad, Dad it's all good. That, uh, that's that's why people love you guys. It sounds like you're, you're, that you're having fun there with that whole conversation. <laughs> she is, but I'm cracking up. <laughs> okay. Oh, well. Hey, what was this uh, person's name that uh, sent this message in? His name is Craig. Craig, you just did a great thing for me today. You're me up a little bit. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> all good. He loves that. That That's good news. And whoever that guy is that talks about shaving his privates is a real animal, frankly. Oh, my gosh. I mean, who would do that? Just walk in and say, hey, guess what, everybody? I like to shave my genitals. Oh, my. Hey, he maybe cut it with scissors a safer. Yeah. Uh, something. There's got to be something going on there. Oh, I think I should quit talking about it. Okay. Oh, the yeah, guy. Yeah, the guy. The guy's yeah, a, a oh, maniac. Okay. He's a complete yeah, quit idiot. Yeah, talking about it. Don't yeah. worry about it. Now, either you do or you don't do it. All right. So, again, to review, uh, let's see. I wrote down 
Uh, could be a personal character reason or a reason. Uh, I'm very mechanical. Uh, uh, yeah. Don't chew tobacco. Uh, don't chew tobacco. Uh, can't help. It would be a piece of. Uh, it, you can't help with a swing set, but for you, it would be a piece of cake. It was once I put it together. I yeah. mean, I can put them all down, look at it, what it is. I can go ahead and do it. And then finally, the uh, observation genitals are part of your body with hair on it. Yeah. Okay, guys, I love you very much. I love you too. Okay, and, you have uh, you have a great day, and say hello to your honey, and don't be rough on your children. No, I don't be rough on my children. What the hell is wrong with you? I, I, I don't know. I just thought I'd say that. You know, there's something extra. <laughs> that was some wisdom, great words of wisdom there. Don't be rough on your children. That's right. Love them up. Regardless of what they do wrong, love them up. All right, Dad. I love you guys, and uh, you guys have a great rest of your day, okay? You did the same. I love you, and say hello to your family. Okay, guy. Bye now. See ya. There you go. Dear Meathead, brought to you as always by our good friends over at JM Synthetics. My gosh. What? Well, uh, you all once again did not let me down. That was uh, absolutely fantastic. That is what it's all about. Um, You drive the bit, so thank you. Absolutely great. Holy cow. Hmm. So much information there. Excellent. Okay. The show continues today on Patreon. So from uh, on Monday through Friday, I get done with this regular podcast. I reset and then I come back on Patreon. If you like the regular podcast, you'll probably love the Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Eric Zane. Every day I do the Patreon bonus for uh, 35, 40 minutes, maybe sometimes a little less, maybe sometimes a little more. Okay. Uh, Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. That's when I, when I, where I gave the tutorial about ball shaving. Uh, if you want the audio, it's just five bucks a month, 10 bucks a month for the audio, the video, and the live streams. Not only do you get the Patreon bonus, you get the lost Zane recordings Monday and Friday. You get smarter than a former drug dealer trivia on Tuesday. Thursday, I publish the Insane Asylum, my two-hour music-driven radio show on Northern Michigan's Q100. And then usually on Friday, sometimes Thursday, sometimes Saturday, we do the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Ben and I get together, and we have a live audience on Zoom enjoying that with us. A lot of the times I bounce stuff off of you as show members. You're kind of part of the show. We play bet on Ben. It's awesome. That's a ton of stuff on the Patreon. Uh, most shows will probably give you like one show a week or two shows a month, which is fine. I like to really, really make it worth your time and your money. Okay. So I'm very, very flattered if you've ever even considered being on the Patreon. If, and uh, very thankful if you've, done, if you've done it in the past. I'm always looking to have you back or maybe your first time. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I recommend just trying it. 
just for a month. See how I do. Put me on probation. Try it for a month. If after that month you're like, nope, this is not for me, you're not out a ton of cash, then you know. And you're keeping the podcast growing. Thank you. But if you like it, convert it to a yearly, and I'll uh, save you 10%. Okay, that's it. Uh, As always, thanks to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Mario just cleaned out his voicemail. Thanks to John and Jenison who said, uh, yeah, Mario's voicemail is full and uh, I want to talk to him about possibly uh, exploring a mortgage. His voicemail is full. I'm like, oh my God, you're killing me, man. 231-332-6505. In fact, call it right now and see if it says voicemail is full. If it is, let me know so that I can beat him up. Uh, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. So many people calling. He's, he's constantly getting inundated with people saying, help me, help me, help me. Eric Zane said you can help me. And it's true. Now, when I say help, not everybody needs help. Okay? Some of you folks have awesome credit scores. There's no real help needed. He's just servicing your mortgage. You can do that. Every, anybody can do that. You've worked hard to have a great credit score. So he's going to facilitate the loan. Make sure all that's taken care of. And that's, that's, that's the easy part of the job. The hard part of the job for Mario is a job that most mortgage people don't want to deal with. The people who need a little bit more finessing to get into a mortgage. That's a polite way of me saying your credit sucks. It is what it is. It happens. It doesn't have to stay that way forever. So he's going to get you into a loan. It's not going to be a great loan. It's going to be a high interest rate. But you will be paying on your own house. Uh, pay it on time for a year. Then he's going to get you a better mortgage. Lower interest rate. Less shitty. A year later, do it again. You got a great interest rate because your credit's gone up. You've proven that you can do this. Uh, Mario can help you navigate all these things. He can also help you with a refi. Lately, I've been recommending going switching from a 30 to a 15 if you can. Because you're going to save yourself tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars on interest. You'll pay a little bit more each month, but the interest rates are so crazily low. Sitting on a 2.5% interest rate is very, very possible if you have good credit on a 15-year loan. It's incredible. Fixed. Not changing. Back in the 70s, uh, home loans were like 18%. Can you imagine that? Incredible. 2.5%. It's going to go up, though. So hurry up and get it done. Call Mario 231-332-6505. The Mario Flores Lakeshore Team of Van Dyke Mortgage NMLS number 3035. Uh, local pain in the ass, Rick from TC Paintball is an absolute genius when it comes to entertainment. Your kids, uh, your coworkers, your bachelor party, everybody's looking for something fun and different to do tc paintball oh my gosh book a party at tc paintball online at tcpaintballgr.com this is awesome because it's the full experience let's say you got 10 bros from work getting together they're gonna do the paintball deal you walk in you fill out the waiver you drop down your cash the party's all there, included with your cash. You get the gun, you get the paint, you get uh, the mask. If you want any upgrades, you can get that too. 
and then off you go. And it's a hosted party. You're not just running around trying to figure out how to play. You've got the pros at TC Paintball, the refs, people at Game Masters saying, you guys go this side, you guys go this side. This is the game that we're going to play. We're going to do capture the flag or we're going to do a team battle or something like that. It's awesome. Of course, you have uh, Wednesday being Little League night, Little League day for the uh, new players who are just getting started. Uh, the low impact uh, uh, equipment that does not have any bit of sting to it and gets the young people, the new the newcomer used to paintball. It's, they have everything covered. Outdoor play, village, airball, tcpaintballgr.com. And we are having a party August 8th. Another uh, paintball war number Boy, you know what? I've lost track. Is it 15? Can somebody help me out with that? We And we got to come up with a clever name for it. We, 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 we've suddenly stopped doing names. Damn it. Uh, August 8th, I want to hear from you. Reach out to me if you want to uh, play paintball. All right. I started this year pretty interested in baseball. I'm no longer really interested in baseball. Uh, this has to do with um, the start of the year. There was a guy for the Tigers named Akil Badu. And, uh, it was incredible because his first game in the majors for the Tigers, first pitch, he belts a home run. It was incredible. Absolutely amazing. His mom and dad, there's video of his mom and dad just going bananas. It was awesome. Uh, I love that. Seeing the reaction of the loved ones when the, uh, when the, when the newcomer uh, jacks one. Well, there's this player. He's a top prospect in the major leagues by the name of Wander Franco. W-A-N-D-E-R. I think I'm saying that right. Wander Franco player from the Dominican Republic. And he's great. He was, uh, hell, and when he was 17 years old, he played in the Appalachian League of Minor League Baseball, and he was like the MVP of the league at 17 years old, and he's just been killing it. So he's been playing AAA baseball uh, this year, and he plays for the Tampa Tampa Rays. And uh, so yesterday, they, they finally, um, he had his first game in the bigs. And uh, so I'll share this with you, and you can actually see the video as we uh, as we look at it. <laughs> Rick says, uh, "Hold on a second. Eight eight twenty one TC Paintball Eric Zane Podcast Paintball War fifteen. The nameless offensive." <laughs> okay, so let's take a look at this. Now I'll be able to play the audio, and you'll see the video on the live stream, and I'll link it up so you can. Uh, catch it all on your own. Um, okay, let me make sure I got this. Okay, there, now that's dad. Dad is here, and he's got his cell phone up. The, the 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 clip has already stolen the thunder because you can you can tell he's going to hit a home run. But to see it and hear it, yeah. You know, when 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 I play it, you've got like a split screen here. You've got in the lower corner, that's uh, Wander up to bat, and then. Um, You'll see Dad's reaction. Oh! 
think I need to see it again. At least the beginning. The fact that you're getting his instantaneous reaction. Folks in the Discord, I know you can't hear it. Uh, that's that's the problem. That's what I haven't figured out. How great is that, though? Oh, shit, do I love that. A uh, little bit about this guy. Wander Franco. Wander Samuel Franco. Dominican professional baseball shortstop for the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, ranked as one of the top international prospects of the 2017 international class. Um, at 17 years old, while playing for the uh, Princeton Rays, he hit for the cycle, like I said, player of the year in the Appalachian League at that young age, at 17 years old. My God, 17 years old, he's that good. His brothers wander. Okay, this is weird. I don't know. Maybe they do names differently in the Dominican Republic, but his name is Wander Samuel Franco. And his brothers are Wander Alexander Franco, Wander Javier Franco. And his dad is Wander. So this is one of those. Didn't George Foreman do that? He named all his kids George and Georgette. So all of his kids have the same name. In that game for Wander Franco, this is his first game in the bigs, 20 years old. Dominated. Uh, let's see. Started at third base, doubled, home run. Drove in three runs, and they describe it as showed a flare for the dramatic with a curtain call uh, in a game that Tampa lost to the Red Sox 9-5 to five on Tuesday. Walked in his first, first plate appearance. I love that. Uh, I, I don't know what it is. I just find myself less and less interested in sports. Uh, I did not watch a single NBA game this year. I saw the story that the Pistons won the NBA draft lottery. I don't care. There was uh, some amazing play in the uh, Phoenix is a game away from the NBA finals. I saw somebody talk about it on the Today Show. I don't care. Not interested. I haven't followed. Um, is hockey still going on? Is there is there playoffs? I think. What What is wrong with me? I should at least be following the hockey. It's, and I honestly couldn't tell you if it's go, still going on right now. I, I, I don't know. I haven't heard a thing. I don't follow up. I'm pretty sure it is. It's, it's, uh, is it? I don't know. It's June 23. Is, are, are the hockey playoffs happening right now? Dirk, you would know. Somebody fill me in. Where are we? Dirk says playoffs. Lightning just beat the Islanders 8-0. They're up 3-2 in the series. Is that is that the Stanley Cup Finals? No. 
Okay, if the Lightning win tonight, they go to the final. Boy, what a dominant team uh, that is. I mean, aren't, uh, isn't it like uh, like every year they're right there now? Or they and then didn't they win it last year? Is that I have no idea. I have no. Who else is still doing well in the playoffs? I mean, who who else is still alive? If the Islanders and the Lightning are playing in the semifinals, who are the other two teams that are in it? I have zero interest in any of this. I don't know why. Uh, Habs won last night. Stanley Cup starts next week. So does that mean Montreal is in the finals? Okay, so Vegas and Montreal are playing in the other semifinal. Okay, so, and Montreal is up three games to do. Well, that would be fantastic if Montreal got back to the finals. But you, I'm, I'm, I'm just an absolute mess, okay, when it comes to this. This is embarrassing. What is wrong with me? Um, and it's not like I'm doing anything else, paying attention to things in the culture that have taken up the uh, uh, time of uh, paying attention to sports. I just don't do it. I should probably make a concerted effort to try, you know, and I'll probably like it. God, if it gets to a point where I don't pay attention to football, then I think uh, I should have my brain scanned because that is my all time favorite thing to watch football. Football is so great to me. uh, I would not only watch the Lions play. I would watch other teams play. I watch, I, I watch, you know, that's, that's the one sport that I would do that in. I probably should do that for other sports because I know I would like it. I know I would. Damn it. Come on, Eric. Get after it. All right. Uh, so that's, uh, let's see. Where am I now? Okay. All right. Every so often we hear about a young person who is like walking to work. And then the next thing you know, they're a millionaire because someone saw them walking to work. That's all this, this story is just like that. And this tells me that all you need to do in this day and age is uh, walk to work for a few weeks and someone is going to stop and do something awesome for you. And then they're going to do a GoFundMe and you're going to have uh, tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. Okay. This dude in Oklahoma, Dante Franklin, a young guy, 20-year-old dude, he's a cook at Buffalo Wild Wings. He lives eight miles from work and he walks to work. Brilliant. He probably has like a Mercedes at home, but he, he wants he wants even more money, so all he has to do is walk to work, and nowadays, this is what you do. People see someone like Dante, and then they feel bad um, because they're such dickheads, and they, they want to make up for it, so they, 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 they try to help someone like Dante, 
to make up for the fact that they're cheating on their wives or they're uh, not paying their taxes. I know it's uh, you're, you're 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 picking apart a great story. Like, well, it's it's sorry. It's I didn't I didn't I didn't uh, I didn't make this a thing. This is just how it is in the world. Nowadays, if people are walking to work, you have to have a GoFundMe for them, and that is the exact same thing that happened here. Dante's walking to work, and then some guy saw him, and the next thing you know, gold rush. Listen to this. He spent the last month or so walking eight miles to and from work each and every day. And this takes about two and a half hours to do this, of course, in the Oklahoma heat. And we know how bad that can be for us sometimes. So now he'll be able to cut that time down significantly to about. Um, They didn't give me the start of the story. Somebody bought him a bike, a bicycle. So now, okay. Now, if they just bought him a bike, that's fine. Whatever. A bike isn't that expensive. Give the kid the bike. That's it. Let's end the story there. We don't need to give him tens of thousands of dollars. 30 minutes. The saying is nothing happens by chance. And if you ask Michael Lynn, he'll agree. I think it was destiny. I think we're uh, meant to meet. Michael happened to be running errands one day and saw this man, Dante Franklin, walking and walking. I was uh, going down 12th Street and I seen him. And I was thinking, you know, what's well, a hot day? One thing led to another and I'm finding out he's taking 20. 20- Andrea writes, see someone like Dante. You mean black, you asshole. 27th Street goes into 104th all the way out to 44 and I just couldn't believe it. So he offered Dante a ride to work and when he learned more of Dante's circumstances, he made a face. I meant no, not black. I meant poor. Post about it. I'll be honest with you. I probably wouldn't walk eight miles to a job. One woman who saw his post is Carrie Collins. She happens to be the administrator of a biker charity group, MRBO, My Riding Buddies Oklahoma, and Bikers for Elves. Her husband is the founder. Anytime I see something posted concerning anybody anywhere in Oklahoma, I immediately jump in. Um, and we do whatever we can as a group. It just touched me that this young man is only 20 years old and is walking to two different jobs with nothing in the heat. Okay, that shouldn't touch you, okay? That's called drive. Some people have it, okay? Uh, I, I, I understand, um, you know, the wanting to do this, but it, uh, th- this is the minimum, we should we should all intrinsically want to work. This should not be such a big deal that uh, everybody goes crazy whenever someone decides they want to go to work for a living. We need to we need to stop making such a big deal about this. It opened my heart because kids his age don't do that. So before his shift, the group decided to pay Dante a visit. To his surprise, gifting him with a brand new bike. This is perfect. This is great. Right here, I love this part. Bless me, really. I, I really appreciate it. I'm thankful for it. There you go. He's riding a bike. Seeing Dante with the bike now, what does that mean to you? It's amazing. Oh, and as for Michael, he even get emotional. Tells me he and Dante have stayed in touch since the day he gave him a ride, and he hopes it remains that way. As long as he wants to, I, I, I want to keep him in my life, and I want to be in his life. All right. This is what I told him. If the door, if the, if the Lord opens the door for you, walk through it. Walk through it. And um, I think it's open for him. And, uh, you know, the rest will be up to him. 
And there are some folks trying That's to... That's not exactly true, because wait till you hear what the hell's going on now. Help Dante get a car. They've even started a GoFundMe page for him. Uh, uh, Dirk says bike as in Schwinn or Harley. It, it's a pedal bike. We have that link to it okay. on our... Did you, hear that? Did you hear that last part? You know, the rest will be up to him. And there are some folks trying to help Dante get a car. They've even started a GoFundMe page for uh-huh. him, and we have that link to it on our website. But he doesn't have his license yet, so in the meantime, he'll have to continue to use that bike to get around. Mecca, back to you. I hate when they end with that stupid over-the-top sting. Shut up! All right. GoFundMe. Yeah, so at any given moment, you can uh, look at the homepage of GoFundMe. Let's see. Let's look at this. Probably a, a, you know, two-year-old with, like, brain cancer, you know, and uh, mom and dad can't. Uh, uh, raise the money for a, uh, for for any of his treatment, and uh, it'll be like a thousand bucks or something like that, or uh, you know, completely destitute family can't pay for a funeral, and uh, it's raised eighty dollars. Uh, this kid who is 100% able-bodied and now gets to work in 15 minutes on his brand new bike has $47,782 raised because everybody's like, yeah, I feel guilty because I'm an asshole. So I'm going to give this kid that doesn't need it $47,000. Yeah, that's going to be a great way to jumpstart his life. Throw money at him. That's really going to pump him up to get to work. Fucking stupid. I hate these fucking things. Jesus. I, I, seriously, there's got to be a person who works for GoFundMe. And that should be in the fine print. It should say, if your GoFundMe is deemed to be stupid, all of the money will go to the local soup kitchen. How awful is that? Dirk, with some uh, rare words of wisdom, people don't truly appreciate what they don't earn. I hate to say that I agree with you, but I agree with you. This is fucking bullshit. There should be somebody at GoFundMe who says, okay, uh, so let's uh, break it down here. A kid is walking to work. Uh, somebody sees him. He gets a brand new bike out of the deal. He's now able to ride to work. Uh, okay. <clears throat> there's a lot of uh, excuse me a lot of amazing things going on there but uh, now they've got fifty thousand dollars raised for this kid uh, i say we give him a hundred bucks and a pack of gum and the rest is donated to uh local food shelter abused women shelter or something like that something that's that's worthy not fifty thousand dollars for this one guy that is absolute bullshit 
What story should I use for my GoFundMe? Amanda writes. Yeah, you remember, you remember that one? Wasn't there a scam that happened that was big in the news? That couple or something like that? Something really wild that went down? And the, the whole thing kind of unraveled in some weirdo way? Jeez. I'm telling you, if you're a young person, just walk to work. Just walk to work. And then, uh, especially if you're a young black kid, uh, and look like you're sweating and you're struggling. And then when uh, when the virtue signaling white guy pulls over and says, hey, son, how you doing? Oh, not not too bad. Just uh, just going off to work. I, I, I live 68 miles from where I work. Really? Yeah, I I get up at one in the morning and then I, I walk to work and I get there at 5 p.m. And then I, uh, I work for one hour and then I walk back and I, I eat roadkill to and fro. And, uh, then I, I, I stop and sleep in the culvert from time. I don't even have a home. I just like walking 40 miles one way. That's what I'm doing. Holy shit. Well, here, let me do a GoFundMe for you. And then we're going to get you $50 million. How does that sound? Oh, oh my God, sir. No, not really. I can't take your money. No, 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 really. It's no problem. I'm really guilty uh, because I'm an asshole. So let me do a GoFundMe for your ass, and then you can get $50 million just because I saw you walk into work. All right, thanks. All right, cool. Fucking bullshit. Man, and here, here you are every day grinding, working your ass off. We all have shitty shit happening to us. That, that This kid's biggest problem in the world is walking to work. That's his biggest problem. Yet now he's got $50,000. Last night when I looked at this, it was $25,000. My God. This dude, Jeremy Howard, gave this kid $1,500. What an asshole. No. Unacceptable. You can't just throw money at this kid. Bullshit. Now it's going to corrupt him. Well, hell, he did it all on purpose anyway. This whole thing is a ruse. He's smart enough to know all he has to do is walk to work, and then this stupid white guy is going gonna, is gonna to take him under his wing and make him a rich man. You idiots. Horrible. Terry writes, I go fund a old radio dude 10 bucks a month. Fuck! Thanks, Terry. Mm-mm-mm. All right. I have the asshole of the day in mere moments. Who is it going to be? I don't know what we have for asshole of the day. Talked a lot about what happened with uh, being uh, with uh, grandpa duties. We had Dear Meathead, Dad's exquisite advice about how to remove hair from your genitals. Billie Eilish is stupid and sucks. Wander Wander Franco and his home run with his dad. Not to mention uh, the soon-to-be rich kid walking to work. 
and the white virtue signaling dad who wanted to help him out. Who is your asshole of the day? Or is it me? Am I the asshole? Some of you would say, yes, you are. God bless my friends over at Horizon Hydroponics for whatever you're growing. Keep them in mind. Uh, if you buy it online at H-O-R-I-Z-E-N hydroponics.com, it can be shipped anywhere in the USA for free with orders $250 and over. Use the coupon code Zane Show at checkout. It'll save you 10%. And no matter where you are, where you're buying it, if you see that number on their website, you can call them. Uh, to get their advice about some of the products that you're considering buying. So you can make an informed decision on what you are purchasing. As always, for your outdoor growing season, you can uh, head to the each of their locations uh, in Grand Rapids, Michigan on Alpine Road. Byron Center is the grower's outlet. They have a store in Kalamazoo, Michigan, and in Lansing, Michigan. All this information is available at horizonhydroponics.com. Then my, there's my pal Joe Martinez at A&E Heating and Cooling. Uh, talk about a business where all you have to do is turn your head and there's someone else who does this for a living that can uh, help you. You can spend your money with uh, any of the multitude of companies that do this. Now, as usual, they're all not created equal. Um, whether you engage Joe or not, I highly recommend you do not call upon these huge, gigantic companies that actually have salespeople employed to try to get you to have them install a furnace, air conditioner, or whatnot. I highly recommend you not do that because these scumbags are going to bend you over and get you to spend uh, money on things that you really don't need. Avoid, avoid, avoid. But uh, in a nutshell, the one you want to call upon is Joe Martinez. But still, go ahead and call a couple other places. Get an estimate on what you want. Don't make any decisions. Just kick those people out of your home. Have Joe go last. He's going to beat the other guys. If he doesn't, say Zane said you're going to beat the other guys, and he'll beat the other guys. That's it. You're supporting a sponsor. When you support a sponsor, you're supporting me. A-N-E, Heating and Cooling, 616 516 8579 or online at aeheatingcooling.net. But call or text Joe anytime, 616-516-8579. Hell, just do it right now and say and say hi to him. Uh, learn some forbidden Spanish with Joe Martinez. Again, I learned this. If there's ever a time that I want to tell somebody who only speaks Spanish or, uh, or is speaking to me in Spanish, and I want to tell that person, hey, your mother's a whore. I just say, tu madre es una puta, because Joe taught me that. Tu madre es una puta. Tu madre es una puta, which I just sound like I'm special when I say it. I don't have, I don't have the Latino flair. I have the white guy Spanglish almost. Tu madre es una puta. Joe's words just blend. Tu madre es una puta. It almost sounds like he's singing it. So if a white guy says, tu madre es una puta, you just sound like a dick. Yeah, you're saying it, but you still sound like an asshole. You got tu madre es una puta. You almost have to mimic it. Tu madre es una puta. 
Tu madre es un... Tu madre es una puta. Tu madre es una puta. Ya no te voy a dar mis nalgas. What? That's no more butthole for you. Ya no te voy a dar mis nalgas. I can't, I can't get that one. It sounds like he's saying General Tismoigas. Ya no te voy a dar mis nalgas. Oops. General Tis... Ya no te voy a dar mis nalgas. General Tisvoidas Disnalgas? What? Ya no te voy a dar mis nalgas. Ya no te voy a dar mis nalgas. I can't say it. It's too... You gotta slow the fuck down. 616-516-8579. Pete la chingada, cabrón. Pete... Pete chingada, cabrón or cadrón? With a D or a B? Pete la chingada, cabrón. It means go fuck yourself. Right. <laughs> Tyler says, you should have said that at the quinceanera the other day. Oh. <laughs> um, Billy Eilish is asshole today. Hold on a second. Why does everybody say Terry? That's good. What did Terry say? That's so awesome. I can't see it. Hmm. I can't go back. Asshole today. Uh, actually, Dirk wrote Billie Eilish telling her dog he'd taste great in Kung Pao. Kyle writes, horrible people who donate to GoFundMe's. Asshole today because they suck and, and are cheating on their wives. Patriot Nick says, pick me, pick me, pick me. Shut up. I'm going to silence you again. Put user in timeout. I just put you in timeout. Take that. All right. That's going to do it. Oh! Dirk says, you read Terry's message. The one about go funding an old radio guy. Yeah, you're right. I remember now. I, I forget so much shit when I'm doing this podcast. I even read the message and I don't remember it. What an asshole. Okay, hang on. Am I done here with all those? Am I done with the business portion of this show? Okay. Okay. The asshole of the day is brought to you by Nick's back on Facebook. Fucker. The asshole of the day is brought to you by JM Synthetics and TC Paintball. Ron Johnson, the senator from Wisconsin, was the asshole of the day last uh, yesterday. Hmm. We don't have any real standouts. Okay. Can I just say? That I cannot stand that stupid, mopey, dopey, uh, idiot, woke bitch, Billie Eilish. And it's because she sucks, okay? She sucks, and any of you assholes who think she has talent, you're a fucking idiot. She's the worst. I love that she's fucking scrambling because uh, the woke are eating her up. 
The woke are eating the woke. She's shit. She's the fucking worst. Because, and it isn't it isn't because about about her uh, her personal beliefs. It's because she sucks at making music, and all you dumb fucks think it's good. It's not. Billie Eilish. That's your asshole of the day. Congratulations, Billie Eilish. The Eric Zane Show podcast is complete when we come back on the Patreon bonus. I want to discuss with you uh, a little bit of the background and the story of convicted murderer Ronnie O'Neill. I was turned on to the story by Dirk. I think this happened close to where he is. A few years ago, Ronnie slaughtered his family and tried to kill his son, who survived after Ronnie lit him on fire. The kid who's like nine or 10 is now, he was adopted by one of the cops responding to the story, to the incident. Uh, In the, the trial just concluded. Ronnie served as his own lawyer. There's a lot to this story. And in fact, he had to cross-examine his son that he lit on fire. Oh, fuck. This is so gruesome. This is terrible. Well, we're going to discuss this because uh, there was, uh, this has ended. Of course, he lost. There's no way he's going to win. But there's more to the story. Well, uh, we'll get to that on the Patreon bonus podcast, which I want you to sign up for. I want to look in my inbox and say, so-and-so just signed up as a $5 patron. So-and-so just signed up as a $10 patron. I won't let you down. I promise. If you've been a member of uh, on Patreon in the past, I'm encouraging you to sign back up. Thank you so much for being on the Patreon. That is it. Otherwise, I'll talk to you later. Thanks again for checking out the Eric St. Joe podcast. Download it wherever you download podcasts. Thank you. Till next time, bye-bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.